Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of yours truly, Go Carter. Go, go Carter, go, go, go Carter. Yeah. Go, go Carter, go, go, go Carter. Today's episode is going to be a continuation of episode one, so if you did not see my original episode, you might want to go watch that before coming back to here. After continuing my relationships with my online TikTok friends, one of them approached me with a really cool opportunity. And the message went something along the lines of, Hey Carter, me and a couple of my friends are planning to get an Airbnb in LA for a week. Would you want to come? And immediately after hearing this, I ran to my mother screaming, crying. I remember my very first sentence to my mom being, Mom, I love you so much, but hey, I have a proposition. Can I go to LA for a week? She immediately shut it down, saying no, because she was still reluctant to me living out this dream. But as the youngest child does, I was very persistent, and I proceeded to ask over and over again, until finally she budged and let me come out to LA for two days. Now, this Airbnb was no joke. I came out here, and I remembered being so nervous. This was my first time ever meeting anyone that does what I do. And to be quite honest with you guys, I didn't feel very confident or comfortable in the scenario whatsoever. We checked into the hotel because my mom didn't let me stay in the Airbnb with everybody. No, I was still 17. I was a minor. She wasn't going to do that. So instead, we got a hotel that was like a nice 20 minute drive from the Airbnb. We wake up on the first day and my mom drives me to the Airbnb. I just remember the constant shaking that I was experiencing from the anxiety that I was going through. Meeting a bunch of creators that at the time I didn't know personally, was really nerve-wracking. Like, oh my gosh, it was nerve-wracking. The nerves were running, flowing, oozing. It's funny saying this because looking back, some of these people have gone on to become my really good friends. Once I'm inside, I meet all these amazing creators. I meet my best friend Tati, who invited me. We just immediately get along. You guys know when you meet somebody and five minutes into talking with them, you feel like you're already BFFs with them? That's what it felt like with almost all of these creators. It was crazy. I mean, I just clicked so well with every single one of them. It really made me realize how much I loved being in LA. It felt like I didn't sleep this entire trip. I mean, I am constantly creating, going places with them. I mean, one of my favorite memories is we went to the Cheesecake Factory at the Grove. I ordered a fettuccine Alfredo, proceeded to not eat much of it, and then we went to the movies and I had to sneak it in through my shirt. And when the security guard asked if I had anything, my friends vouched for me saying, no, he doesn't, even though I had fettuccine Alfredo under my shirt. It was an awesome experience. I enjoyed every second of being out here. The last day I was here, someone told me that Fergie was coming over to our Airbnb to collaborate. And as somebody who was a senior in high school and has never really had this notoriety, Fergie but my mom was very persistent about how we were gonna miss our flight, so I had to leave, and I wasn't able to meet Fergie. And it created this urge to come back to LA. It really did insinuate how badly I wanted this to become my life. Going from that trip back home to my hometown and just seeing the difference in lifestyle, it was mind-opening, honestly. Let's be honest here. College where you have to wake up at 6 a.m. and probably stay up all night making essays, or living your life in LA and getting to meet amazing people and having amazing opportunities. This was also the time that college applications were going on for my grade. I did apply to colleges, I applied to two. One of my dream schools was University of Pennsylvania, which is an Ivy League and is very, very competitive to get into. Because I was really unsure of which direction to go, I decided to put it out of my hands. And I applied early decision to University of Pennsylvania and I told myself, okay, Carter, if you get into this prestigious, way out of your league college, you're going to go to college and you're going to be an academic individual. Well, big shock, everybody. I didn't get in at all. I was actually hard denied. That's probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me. When this decision came out, I went to my parents and I looked them right in the eyes and I said, dad, mom, I don't know what to do with my life. And we sat down, we had a really open-ended conversation regarding what to do. And at the end, they ultimately reached the decision of being on board with me 
living out my dream of moving to California. Now, at the time, my two older sisters went to college. My two older sisters were being very academically prestigious, and it almost felt like it was impossible for me to even follow in their footsteps. All throughout high school, I was constantly nowhere near their success level. I mean, they received so many awards for everything you could think of. Scholar? Awarded to my sister. The second smartest person in their grade? Awarded to my sister. Where was I? Like number 40. I was smart, but not in school. After that conversation took place, I went to a lot of my friends and I asked them about their advice. Where I grew up, where I grew up going to college was the only real acceptable thing for most families. Now that I have this whole other weight on my shoulders, I needed advice. So what did I do? I went to my friends and I was like, yo, do you see me actually thriving in LA or do you see me flopping? And to my surprise, they were all really on board with me going to LA. And so um, college applications were coming to a close and I had gotten into a couple colleges, but none of them were really my dream schools. So I finally made the really hard decision of choosing to take a gap year, which has now turned into another gap year and a probably another gap year. Once I really told myself that's what I was doing, it was my trajectory. I will say, however, the grad parties and everything revolving that aspect of things was kind of hard. Let's take a quick break really quick and get to know me a little bit more. My team hand-selected these cards on a game called Hot Seat, where they will inevitably ask me questions that I have to answer regardless of if I want to or not. So without further ado... Who was your childhood hero? Oh my goodness, my childhood hero? Frosty the Snowman. That man could melt away and be reformed, and then was, re and then was later reincarnated into Olaf? Sorry, that might be a hot take, but I personally am a firm believer that Olaf's roots are Frosty the Snowman. What do you crave the most? Oh my gosh... Yes, I'm craving it right now, actually. Chester's hot fries. Have you guys ever had a Chester hot fry? If you haven't, let me just quickly paint the picture for you. You're in a grocery store. You see this really cute orange and yellow bag, and you buy it. It's only $2. They're pretty cheap. You get back to your car, and you're starving. Your tummy is making rumbly noises. You need to get something in your system pronto. You open up the beautiful bag, and it makes the most wonderful popping sound. You reach in, and you get a nice little French fry that's fried and covered in red dust and you bite into it. It melts on your tongue instantly. While doing that, it also gives you the sensation of burning your tongue, which I personally am a big fan of. Some people might think that's a little sketchy. It's also such a weird concept, but once you start eating them, you don't stop. You keep eating them, which is why I can no longer buy the big bags. I gotta buy the little single packs, but I am craving hot Chester's fries if you can't tell. What job would you be absolutely horrible at? <laughs> All of them? Can I say that? Oh gosh, narrowing that decision might be hard. I mean, I've worked at Chick-fil-A and I almost got fired, which was, okay. To be fair, I got fired for making TikToks. So looking back on it, I didn't do anything wrong. I was an amazing worker from the get-go, but about two months in, I kind of got really used to the job and I started, when there were no cars in the drive-thru, I would take out my phone and just like prop it up on one of the cylindrical walls and proceed to do a quick little dance just in my uniform because I thought it was cool. Apparently the management have security cameras and they were recording me and then showed it to me after my shift, resulting in me getting written up. And that happened twice and then I quit because they told me if I didn't quit, they would have to fire me. I also worked at Spirit Halloween. I was pretty good at that and loved working there. That job was really weird because most of my coworkers did not know what they were doing. And it was a very last minute, you know, Spirit Halloweens, you put them up and then you take them down within a month. So the entire time, it's just complete chaos. And especially in the back, whenever we got new shipments, I was like the super tall guy with muscles. So they always made me go in the back and just sort the really heavy packages. If you were a dog, what would your name be? 
A dog? Oh my gosh. I don't... I hope to gosh it's not a basic name. Imagine being called Rover as a dog. Come here, Rover. No. I'm trying to think, though. Maybe Kristoff? I feel like Kristoff would be kind of like a trendy dog name. It depends on what color I am. If I'm a golden retriever, Kristoff for sure. But if I'm like a black and white Dalmatian, maybe like New Hampshire. What if there's a dog called New Hampshire? I actually really like that. I think I'm a pioneer. There's a new movie about you. Who do you want to cast you? Can I say myself? I can't really imagine a movie where someone else is playing myself. Maybe Will Ferrell. I could see Will Ferrell really impersonating me quite well. Or, oh my gosh, who is that person that I love? Coco. He's not a real person now that I think about it. I don't know if that would work out. He just, I like how he sings. You make me un poco loco, lo Sorry, off topic. What advice would you give your younger self? What advice would I give my younger self? Be different. Stand out. Don't be afraid to collect Pokemon cards, even though your parents tell you it's a weird obsession. I mean, I still have them to this day. And also, stop picking the four-leaf clovers at recess. You will get bit by a couple ants. What is your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry to throw my grandpa under the bus, but every time he eats, his lips smack so hard together. I feel bad exposing myself for this, but there are just times where he sits next to me and it's it's like my right ear I have to shut off because every time he puts something in his mouth, it's just like I don't even want to do it. Lip smacking. What strange food combination do you love? Hmm. Interesting. Oh my gosh. You know what's really weird? Okay. Don't knock it until you try it, right? Carrots with ice cream. It's a sensation, I'll tell you that much. You bite it in, and you get the original coldness of the ice cream. But following that is the really healthiness of the carrot, and it cancels each other out in your tongue. It's amazing. If you were to change your nickname, what would it be? Bartier, for sure. Or Carter Pillar. I mean, come on. I feel like there's just so many opportunities with my name. If there were a holiday named after you, what would it be called? Well, let's look at my descriptions. I'm chaotic. I can be lovable at times. I can be a trendsetter, I'd like to think. And my favorite color is orange. Orange lover charismatic day? That's a stretch. We could just call it National Carter Day. I feel like that's a little bit easier on the tongue. What was your last Google search? My last Google search? Oh gosh, actually, let's pull this up. If I had to guess, it's definitely going to be something really randomly related to like something online. Okay, we got... Okay. <laughs> Can I be fully honest? I was trying to figure out how to buy um, designer hoodies from China that aren't $1,000 because I don't really like spending that much money on designer hoodies, but I also love the design of designer hoodies. My last Google search is where to find fake designer clothing. What puts you in a good mood immediately? Christmas music. Fireplace ambiance YouTube videos. Oh my gosh. Love. Every time I'm cooking or every time I'm just like leisuring around my apartment, I just plop it up on the screen. And it's just like a good ambience noise. Every time you're walking around, you just hear a little like crackle, crackle of the fireplace. And if you get one with the Christmas music in the background, it's like a two-in-one. And we all love a good two-in-one except for shampoo. That's kind of sketch. What does your last text message say? My last? You're really pulling all these cards out. Wow. The last text message I sent was to my friend Ariana Haley. 
and it reads, Wish you were here, frowny face. And that concludes this game segment. Let's get back to the story. Every grad party I went to had a theme. It was the colors of the person's college they were going for. It was always, congratulations on your success. I can't wait for you to go and live out your life in this sorority. Congratulations. You're going to kill it at U of A, you know? Like, all these people were going to colleges. All of my friends were going to colleges. I wasn't. And then I started to kind of feel a little isolated because I really realized, hey, this isn't my life path anymore. I am not going to really be close with these people for as long as I once thought I would be. After all these grad parties take place, it's approaching the summer of 2021, and I had plans to move out to LA later that year with nobody to move in with. You know, that's kind of an issue. So one of my online social media friends was also planning to move out to LA, and we thought, why not move out together? But first, we wanted to make sure we vibed. So we planned a trip out the summer of 2021. We finally get out to LA, and the trip is going pretty good. It's everything I ever could have wished for. I mean, every night we're meeting people, we're going to these amazing places, we're meeting so many familiar faces. But honestly, we didn't get along as much as I'd hoped. And we, we ultimately made the decision to not move in together. But I will say through that individual, I did meet one of the best people that have ever come into my life named Maddie Westbrook. Hi, Maddie. I love and miss you. Once I met Maddie, we really clicked. It was, a, it was an immediate attraction to each other because we both have seen each other. We have both been mutuals. We had a little bit of history, but not enough to the point where we like knew everything about each other. So there was a lot to learn. I ended up staying with Maddie in Maddie's apartment for the remainder of my trip to LA that summer. And to my surprise, one of Maddie's roommates, Scott Cress, let me know later that week he was planning on moving out of that apartment. So after coming back home to Georgia and talking to my parents about what to do with my life, I ultimately made the decision to take him up on his offer and take his room. And that was the best decision I've ever made. I mean, to date. Let's be honest. If I lived by myself, I would be a mess. Oh my gosh, who's there to lift you up when you're feeling down? I don't know how some of you do it. If you live alone, let me know, because I genuinely am curious. September rolls around, and my mom, I love you mom, made the, made the investment to come out with me and make sure I was all tucked in to my new apartment before leaving me. I mean, this was my very first time ever leaving Georgia ever moving. I was excited, I would say, but it was a nervous excitement because it's everything around you is new and nothing is familiar whatsoever. You have to make it familiar. There was a lot of sentimental value moving out. I mean, I lived my entire life with my parents and when both of my sisters moved out, I was kind of the only bird they had left in the nest and I knew this going out and at the time I didn't really understand, but looking back on it, my parents definitely had to come to terms with the fact that I was leaving them and I still remember how emotional it was dropping my mom off at the airport after helping me move in here. I mean, it is this wonderful game that we call life and it's okay to feel sad sometimes. You know, it's funny that I was so scared about not getting the college experience because I genuinely think I have everything that you need from the college experience without the academic aspect. I learn every day. I grow every day. But I grow in other ways than students in college. I live in an apartment with my dearest, nearest friends, and I can rely on them to come over whenever I want, just like a dorm. I'm responsible for myself. I, at the end of the day, need to cook for myself, even though I kind of do take out most of the time. Chipotle is just too near and dear to my heart. I mean, Chipotle is amazing. Like, let's be honest here. A nice bowl with some chicken and some rice? I could never cook that at home. I'd love going to Chipotle. Whip me that up. Sorry, off topic. I definitely made the best decision. I made the right decision, and I'm loving it, as Ronald McDonald would say. And I think being in LA is definitely going to benefit me in the long term of things. I mean, today I'm starting a podcast. What's next year looking like? Life is crazy. Life is wild and life is free. 
It's funny because when my mom was here, we went to Ikea and we wanted my room to look super aesthetic. So we got all of these super bland looking furniture pieces and we wanted it to have a cute little red color scheme. Not even a week after she left and said her final goodbyes, I'm pretty sure I went and just completely remodeled the entire thing like someone with ADHD does. The only thing I haven't done is painted it. I really wish I could, but because it's a rental, I'm not allowed. And so as soon as I moved in, I immediately started just renovating the place. When I moved in, it looked like a frat house. When I lived there for a month and a half, it looked like I lived there, you know? I mean, LED lights were on the windows. Pictures were hung. My room actually had decor. Sorry, Scott, but you were really basic and only had a picture of a Roblox character on your wall. Once I was fully settled in, I immediately began living my life out there, growing my Squishmallow collection, eating the LA food, drinking the LA water, which I don't recommend drinking out of the sink because it doesn't taste the best. But it's been amazing to me ever since, and I honestly am just so glad I made that decision because I wouldn't be here sitting in a podcast studio with my nearest, dearest friends in front of a camera. I mean, life is crazy, guys. And if you ever feel like you're down in the dumps, just know that the, your future is not something you know. So don't be down in the dumps forever because... Like a roller coaster, you can always come back up. And that's called G-Force. So yeah, now I'm living in LA, thriving, loving life, breathing in that amazing LA air. That was sarcasm, by the way. And I'll be back next week with a very special guest, which you guys might know and hold near and dear to your heart. Their name starts with an M. Just a little, just a hint. They're also my roommate, in case you were wondering. And with that being said, I got places to be. Vroom, vroom. Go, go Carter. Go, go, go Carter. Yeah. Go. Go Carter, go, go, go Carter. Boom, boom, boom. Huh?